an awesome thing to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. If you'll bow with me, Father, we come at this time uh, to de- deliver the message, and uh, Lord, I pray that you would release me from me, and that the, it would be my voice, the words be yours. I ask for your anointing and your power to be present in this moment, as in all moments this morning, and, in, and as in all moments in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're starting a new three-week series called Set Free. So this week we're going to be talking about being set free to live. And next week we'll talk about being set free to serve. You've got to serve somebody. There's probably a song in that. And uh, the following week is set set free to serve the world with a focus really on family and what it might look like within the context of our family. But today is about being set free to live. And my premise, really, I've got two primary points, and the premise is this. If we do the do's, we don't have time to do the don'ts. What I mean by that is that if we spend our time doing the things that God is asking us to do, if we're focused on all that, that Scripture tells us to do, then all of the don'ts become less priority. By the way, how do you do a don't? You just don't, what's the action involved in not doing something? So doing nothing is a don't. And we got all these don'ts, right? We focus so much on the don't, don't covet and don't lie and don't cheat and don't do all this stuff. And the answer is that in order to not do something, we do nothing. Louder? What, what, Rick, you're right. Do something else. And the beauty of Scripture is that God knows this. So, yeah, we've got some don'ts. And, and don't miss here because don'ts are important to know what they are. But if that's what we're focused on, we're getting nowhere because that's all about inaction. And that's about bondage. And that's about being stuck. And that's my second premise is this. Where my focus is is where I am. If I focus on the problem, the problem will increase, and if I focus on solutions, the solution will increase, right? So where my focus is, is where I am, and too often when we're focused on the don'ts, we're focused on on the problem. We need to identify the problem. We need to know what the problem is in our life, but not so that we can kind of do this with it. Let me see what that is, and let me spend time and and like putty in my hand, and, and it becomes this overwhelming thing. So we identify the problem and then we move to solution because there are a lot of things that we can do in, in solution. Now, as I mentioned, Scripture is pretty powerful when it comes to this. Um, the Bible study or the Sunday school this morning spent some time looking at do's and don'ts. And um, what I've done with all those pass- 20 passages of Scripture is to pull out the don'ts. So Scripture can preach sometimes. This morning, we're going we're, we're, we're to give that a try. So I'm going to start in Romans chapter 12. And if you want to know what the don'ts are, you've got the list of scriptures in your bulletin. You can take, home, take it home and look at it. But I'm going to focus this morning on the do's. And I want you to think in terms of, okay, what if I really spent my time focused on doing the do's? What if this is what I did? Is I focused on these things. Romans chapter 12, pretty familiar. I've been in Romans chapter 12 off and on in my whole time, all the long time that I've been here, since July or June or whenever that was, a couple of years ago. Um, Romans chapter 12. Let love be genuine. Do number one, let love be genuine. Hold fast 
to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Whoa, wait a minute. This is a do? Yes. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another, but associate with the lowly. Take thought, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. If your enemy is hungry, feed them. If your enemy is thirsty, give him something to drink. Overcome evil with good. 21 do's in one passage of scripture why are we focusing on what we're not supposed to do let's focus on what we can do i mean i could probably stop there that's a pretty pretty strong list of things but i'm not gonna <laughs> romans 13 oh no one anything except to love one another for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law any other commandment are summed up in this word love your neighbor as yourself let us put on the armor of light and let us live honorably in this day first corinthians 13 more about love love is patient kind rejoices in the truth it bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things love never ends faith hope and love abide but the greatest of these is love Love is a primary theme. It's a primary do for us to love one another, to love others. Ephesians 4, let us speak the truth to our neighbor. How do you not lie? How do you don't lie? Speak the truth. You see what God did here? He knew that the don'ts are important for us because we're kind of locked into getting stuff right, you know, so I got to know what I'm not supposed to do, even though in order to not do it, I do nothing. But he gave us all of these things that we can do, you know. He gave us the yeses to every no. And it's, you'd run out, let your yes be yes. Ephesians 5, be imitators of God as beloved children. Live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Let there be thanksgiving, be grateful. Once you were in darkness, but now in the Lord, you live as children of light. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. Try to find out what's pleasing to the Lord and do it. Do the do's. Do it. Colossians chapter 3. So if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above. For you, have, for, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life is revealed and you also will be revealed with him in glory. Seeing that you've been stripped off the old self. That's a do. Strip off the old self. All of us got an old self. You know we all got stuff. We strip off the old self because we want to be renewed. Renewed. Clothe yourself with the new self. Which is being renewed in knowledge according to the image of the creator. Did you know whose image you're made in? You're made in the image of God. Do not let this world, do not let the enemy rob you of who you are. You are children of God, sons and daughters of the king. And we listen to lies. 
No more. No more. Be who you are. You are made in the image of God himself. Amen? Amen. There's more. In that renewal, there is no longer this new life thing. In that renewal, there is no longer Greek nor Jew. That's a big deal, by the way. Did you know that the Jews were the chosen people? In effect, for the Jews, there were two kinds of people. There were the chosen people, us, and there was the unchosen people, everybody else. For Paul to say there is no longer Greek and Jew is huge. It's a complete change of mindset for the Jewish chosen people. It's a big deal. There's no longer circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, city, and slave and free, but Christ is all and in all. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, chosen ones, that's you, by the way, chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves, more dues, with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Bear with one another. If anyone has a, plain, a complaint against another, forgive each other. When we in the church have problems with each other, we forgive each other. We address it. We don't let it fly, but we, ad we address it in, with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. God forgave us, and we forgive others. That's the way this works. Above all, clothe yourself with love. Clothe yourself with love which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called into one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. That's a do. We teach and admonish one another in all wisdom. And with gratitude in our hearts, as we have done so far this morning, sing, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. You know who the, this morning all the singing and the praise is for? Our audience of one, right? These guys are gifted musicians, but you know why they do that? So that God can be glorified. It's powerful when that happens. You get a sense of it as, as, I, you know, as I have this morning. <coughs> Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. 1 Thessalonians 5, we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, admonish the idlers. See, it's not that we ignore stuff, right? We just do stuff in love. Do the do's. Admonish the idlers. Encourage the faint-hearted. Help the weak. Be patient with all of them. See that you always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Test everything. Hold fast to that which is good. First Timothy. There's great gain in godliness with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, so we're going to take nothing out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with these. But as for you, pursue righteousness, man of God. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. 
Hold fast to that which is true. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Second Timothy, pursue, chase after is what he's saying. Pursue righteousness. Pursue faith. Pursue love. Pursue peace among along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. And the Lord's servant must be kindly to everyone, an apt teacher, patient, correcting with gentleness. Always with gentleness. Titus, an elder must be someone who is blameless. A bishop must be blameless, hospitable, a lover of goodness, prudent, upright, devout, and self-controlled. He must have a firm grasp of the word that is trustworthy in accordance with the teaching, so that he may be able to both teach preach with sound doctrine, and to refute those who contradict it. Titus 3, remind them to be subject to rulers and authorities. We're under rulers and authorities in this world. To be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, to show every courtesy to everyone. James 3, who is, who is wise and understanding among you, show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield. Some of us need to grab hold of this. Willing to yield. I know sometimes I need to grab hold of this. Willing to yield. Sometimes when we win, we lose, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. The harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. First Peter chapter 3. It's a lot, right? God's got a lot to say about this doing the do's. First Peter 3, have, a, have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart, a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for Dang it, I couldn't make it through. I had to do a do not. <laughs> do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but on the contrary, repay with a blessing. The world wants you to repay evil for evil. What if we did blessing instead? It is for this that you were called that you might inherit a blessing. Matthew chapter 5, this is known as the Beatitudes. The blessings. There's woes in there, but we're not going to focus on the woes because we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on dues. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The world wants you to do it one way? No. We're not going to do that. We're going to do it a different way. Romans chapter 5. Yeah, I haven't gotten through 20 scriptures yet. We're working on it. Not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings. Boast in our sufferings? Why, would, why in the world would we boast in our suffering? Well, he doesn't stop. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. 
endurance, character, character, hope, and hope does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that's been given to us. Ephesians chapter 6, the children have been, have been doing a series on the armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood, flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be with, with, able to withstand anything on this evil day. And having done everything, you will be able to stand firm, regardless of what's going on in your life. You will be able to stand firm because of the Holy Spirit and the power that he gives to us. That's what this is about. Because it ain't my power, it ain't your power. He got some power. Therefore, fasten the belt of truth around your waist. Put on the breastplate of righteousness to protect your heart. Your feet shod with the shoes of the gospel of peace. Everywhere that we go, we carry peace with us. Take the shield of faith with which we're able to, to, to fight off the darts, the fiery darts of the enemy. The helmet of salvation which protects our mind, but also we have a promise of the future that releases us from the bondage of this day and sets us free to live now because we know where we're going in the future. Today is temporary. Our future is eternal. When we're able to get that, I don't mean live in the future, live in today, but know where you're going. When you're able to do that, today is just not quite as big a deal. It's just not quite as big a deal. And get through a lot of stuff when we remember that. Sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times. Keep alert, persevere for the saints. Philippians 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And in case you missed it, he says it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything but in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God in the peace of God, which passes all understanding and makes no sense at all to people who don't understand what the peace of God is all about. And it freaks them out because they're like, you shouldn't be, have any peace about this. You should be freaking out and you're not freaking out. And what is wrong with you? Jesus is wrong with me. He's carrying me through this, and I know that he's got a plan for me, and I know where I'm going, and yeah, this is, this is not good. But I, this, is, this is not all I have. What I have is bigger. What I have is more. And so we face illness, Naomi, knowing that it's, it sucks. It ain't good. But you have God with you, who gives you a peace that the world doesn't get. You know? We can turn 60 years old. Miraculously. <laughs> and enjoy a life that was impossible and is now possible. The peace that passes understanding. Grab hold of peace. Live in peace with one another. Live in peace with yourself too. Because sometimes we have a problem living in peace with ourselves. Finally, if you want to know what to think about, here you go. Remember Philippians 4, 8. 
The whole book was written, this little book, but it was a book that was written about this one passage. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, pleasing, commendable, if there's any excellent and if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. You having a problem with, with negative thinking and with things going on and, and it's pulling you away from, 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 from living fully? Philippians 4 it. What's good in my life? What's right in my life? What's pure in my life? What, what is God doing in my life? What's commendable? What's excellent? Let me think about that stuff. 1 Timothy 4.12, this for you. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. 2 Peter 1. For this very reason, you must take every effort to support your faith with goodness, knowledge, goodness with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with endurance, endurance with godliness, godliness with mutual affection, mutual affection with love. That's 19 passages. I said 20, right? There's one more. You see, when we do the do's, we end up bearing fruit. And that fruit is the fruit of the Spirit. And that's found in Galatians chapter 5. Live by the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, joy, gentleness, and self-control. Here's the beauty. There is no law against such things. When we do the do's, when we spend our time focusing on what we are called to and what we can do as Christians, our life will be transformed. Things will be different. In, that, in those 20 passages were over 150 do's. 150. And there are more in Scripture. That's just 20 chapters in the Bible. Study. There's good stuff in there. There's a lot of good stuff in there. In case you were wondering, love is in there 26 times. Good is in there 13 times. Tw love is more than anything, twice over anything else in these 20 passages. I think God says something about that as these two primary things about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your strength, your soul, and loving your neighbor as yourself. Let, everything hangs on love. So love is critical. But there's so much more. Good is in there 13 times. Blessing, although I did choose the Beatitudes, so it kind of skews that. Uh, it was in there 13 times, nine of those in the Beatitudes. Peace, 12 times. You know, we're, we get to live a life of peace, which is very cool. Faith, eight times. The Spirit, 10 times. Rejoice and joy is nine. Gentleness is seven, which is important for us, that we need to continue to remember that gentleness is critical for us. Righteousness, kind, hope, purity, endurance, forgiveness, godliness, self-control show up pretty often. As I said earlier, I don't think that you can dump your way into the fruit of the Spirit. I just don't think that you can. I, I, I think that when we focus so much on, on what we're not supposed to do, that, that we get ourselves into trouble. And I'm recovering, as most of you know, and so I got a pretty good example of how that works. When I was in my addiction, it didn't take me very long for me to figure out that I had a problem, that I couldn't get it right. And I had this problem of addiction. And so I was going to beat my addiction. So I controlled my drinking, and I would prove to myself that I didn't have a problem because I would only drink two beers a night for two weeks, and then I'd go back drinking how I wanted to. But I would prove that I didn't have a problem. And let me just say, if you have to prove that you don't have a problem, you might have a problem. 
so I'm going to beat this, right? So I do that, and I, I would, you know, methamphetamine guy, so I would, I would drink more and stop doing meth, or I would do more meth, and I would not drink, and, and I was going to beat this addiction, but I was going to, you know, I was, my whole focus was on beating the addiction, and it just grew. And then finally, I reached a point where I, I lost. Did you know that my addiction can beat me even today? And yet I'm clean and sober. How did that happen? Because addiction is my problem. But did you know that there are things I can do about that? I can pray to God. I can read scripture and holy books. I can develop a sober support system. I can have accountability people in my life. I can have a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of my spiritual condition. I have all of you. If I have a day where, where I'm thinking about doing something I ought not to do, I could call some of you. And I'm sure you would go, are you crazy? I have a, I have a problem. But I have mass quantities of solution. As long as I focused on the problem, you know, I got nowhere. I lived a life of bondage. When I moved over here to all the possibilities, all the do's set me free to live. Now, addiction's my deal. You got something too. <laughs> Everybody in here's got something. I don't know what it is, but it's something, right? If I guarantee, because this is just true, if all you do is focus on what it is, it will win. Because you can't dump your way into a do. Can't. You got to do stuff in order to beat the don't. Do the do's. Do the do's. You will find freedom. I have. God wants you to be free. You get to choose. Do the do's or don't. Bondage is in the don'ts. Freedom is in the do's. So what are you going to do? Do's. We're going to do the do's. Father, thank you for, for who you are and for your word, which gives us so much and leads us in, in amazing ways to new places and and opens up possibilities for us um, that don't exist without you. So, Father, help us to see and identify the things in our life that you would have us do something about, and then move us into solution so that we can actually do something in order to draw near to you. Love you, Lord. Amen.